episode four of the digestive podcast i'm dg we're back it's been two weeks i know a long time i've been busy we had a baseball tournament last weekend and i didn't get time to record for this week but i i did a lot of thinking and i think it was good that i took a week off but again no intro and before i start i want to thank all the people who listen on a consistent basis and have listened to all the episodes. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are the reason I'm still doing this because ever since my first episode, I've gotten way less listeners and I cannot figure out why. So I want your guys' input. Email me, DM me, Snapchat me, text me if you have my number, whatever you want to do. But thank you you guys are the reason i'm still doing this and i i I really appreciate you i'm gonna jump right in and go straight to uh i don't know this episode is gonna be more about life i guess i'm not I, i really i'll just talk about breaking news sports and then of course the questions at the end I didn't get a lot of questions. I guess that's my fault. I didn't ask for them until the day that I was going to record the podcast. But so I would like, I want to start with talking about how people change and how as you get older, you will change and make sure you guys are changing for the good because I don't know, people, people around me have been changing recently I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of it, I guess, but I guess I can't do anything about it. It's something that's going to happen and you don't have any control over it. It's something that makes it's what this, this, what makes the world go round is people changing, making life decisions. Our generation is, has to carry this country and I'm worried because I don't know. People just are more selfish than ever. They're more arrogant. And you're going to have friends that change. Your friends are going to change and you may not be, be friends with them 20, 30 years later. And that's perfectly fine. You'll meet new friends. Um, your likes, your friends' likes will all be different 10 years from now. And your wants will all be different. Maybe, oh, we're all going to go to the same college. That's what you guys think in high school. No, it doesn't work like that. You may may not be in the same college. You may not even know them after you graduate high school. And I think that's something that scares me a lot. I'm really scared after. I'll be the first to admit I'm really worried about what's going to happen after high school for me. Because... I'm not the world's most social person, but I mean, I can make friends if I want to, but right now, some of my friends are changing and I just, I have realized that if you're going to change, change for the better, don't change for the worst. And say you are, have always been a selfless person and cared for everyone else before yourself, but then change where oh, I'm not happy this way, so I'm going to go just worry about myself. You may not realize it, and you may think you still do care about other people, but those people don't think you care about them because you've shut them out, and you're only about making yourself happy. But 
the purpose to life isn't just to make yourself happy. That's a big part, but to make yourself happy, everyone who's around you needs to be happy too. You can't have people around you who aren't happy people. And when you have to find that balance of caring for yourself and caring for others, I'm selfless. I will put people before I put myself, like I'd lay my life down for any of my friends, my family, if it came down to it. And I want them to know that, but you also have, I also have to find the balance. Anyone has to find the balance where you should carry for yourself too. You can't constantly worrying about what other people are doing when it may not affect you. It may not have anything to do with you, but you, something in the back of your mind is telling you, I need to worry about this. That's not okay. You have to be yourself and care for others, but don't go over the top. Like, find that balance. It'll be important. It's important for later in life. If you find that balance too, you can't when in a job, you can't just be worrying about other people constantly and being self being selfish can be bring arrogance and arrogance is one of my least favorite traits in a person. If you are an arrogant person, I do not want to be friends with you. I may tolerate you sometimes. I may act like I'm friends with, I cannot, arrogance can bring a person down. If you think you're better than everyone else, you're not going to go anywhere in life. Trust me. I know multiple people who are very arrogant and it hurts them. It will hurt them. I already know it will hurt them in the long run, whether they don't work hard, they think they're the best already. And they, some of these kids have the brightest of futures, but they won't work hard because they think they're already, they're already better than everyone else. They don't need to get any better. And that is one of the worst things I that's what that's what I've noticed about people. I hate it the most is when people are arrogant and they only care about themselves. Like you have to balance. You can't be one side one side caring just for yourself and arrogant and then the other side selfless and compassionate and respectful. You have to be you have to find that balance, but Arrogance shouldn't be in none of that. If you're going to be one side, don't have arrogance, please. That is the worst thing you could possibly have. And that, I guess this doesn't really lead into my next thing, but decision-making. I, two weeks ago, we had a baseball, no, it's three weeks now. It was the week before the fourth. I don't know how long ago that was, four weeks ago probably. But... One of my friends was having a party. Well, not it was just a sleepover type thing, and I had a baseball game in the morning, or in that 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 next day, not in the morning. It was at like two o'clock. But I know that when I go to friends' houses, I do not get them. Be- I do not get the best of sleep, and I didn't get the best of sleep because I didn't sleep in my own bed. I didn't go to bed at a reasonable time before a game, and. I don't regret going because I don't like to live with regrets, but when your parents tell you they give you advice, listen, don't just blow them off because us teenagers, we know everything. I'm sure your mom mom or dad has told you that, but yeah, we think we know everything. I know because I think the same thing. Actually, I don't think it, but my parents think I think I know everything. And 
I didn't get good sleep and I played like crap and it and it hurt my team. I mean, I didn't play terrible, but I didn't play good. I wasn't playing good that whole tournament really anyway. But just it's just, it's the wisdom of parents is greater than I think teenagers will ever realize. And I'm starting to realize that now. I probably won't because I'm still young and stubborn and stupid. But uh, I'll figure it out sooner or later. It's only a matter of time before I get my head out of my ass and learn how to make the right decisions. But I've decided. I told them. I sat down with both my parents because they were very disappointed. They wouldn't talk to me for the next three days until I talked to them. But. Uh, I sat down and told them that I admitted what I did was wrong. I And I told them that I want to play college baseball. That's one of my goals. And I told them that from now on, I'm all in. And ever since then, I haven't stopped working. So just stuff like that. If you make a bad decision, don't let it, don't let it like stop you from doing what you want to do. Just that's another thing. You have to find the balance between something, your goals and hanging out with your friends. If you have goals that you want to achieve, then you may not be able to hang out with friends all the time. Or if you make a decision like this, don't dwell on it. Just go, just don't make this decision again and go work hard. Use it as motivation. Cause that's what I've done. And I'm really glad I did. I'm really glad I did because I think it'll, it's, it'll benefit me in the long run. And yeah, just listen to your parents. We're not, we don't know everything. I'm, I'm not as smart as most people. Your parents know more than you. That's all I've got to say about it. So at the beginning of this episode, I forgot to tell, tell you guys something that I'm going to start doing. I'm not going to talk politics because I have realized in the last two weeks that politics is what is tearing this country apart. It's almost tearing this country apart more than slavery did. And that's saying something. And so I'm going to quit talking about politics. That's why I'm only going to talk about life and sports. And next is sports. Breaking news, sports, Washington Redskins. Oh, shoot. Can't say that anymore. It's offensive. The Washington football team. Now, you're telling me that they sat in a boardroom for – they've been pondering this for at least a month. They had to have. They've – and they're – oh, let's just call it Washington football team. Are you kidding me? Are you you actually kidding me? Like, I don't even have words for it because it's so stupid. You go from – you go from the – Washington R words, because I'm not going to say it because I feel like he'll get scolded. But, my Lord, what is what is, what Washington football team? Where does that come from? These all these, you had these all these genius board members of a professional football team making millions of dollars, and they come up with the Washington football team. That's all I'm going to say because this is asinine. This is the worst name I've ever, and I understand it's just temporary. But like you couldn't have came up with something earlier or quicker or better than for a temporary name, Washington football team. That's it. I can't wait to see what these jerseys are. All right. So the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, everything, all the sports, MLS, 
NHL, everything was affected by COVID-19. And just recently, the MLB and the NBA just started. The NBA, the bubble, they're resuming halfway through their season. And we'll play, I don't know how many games it is, but it looks good. or It looks like it's going really well right now. And Bull Bull, I'm telling you, going off. 16 points, 10 rebounds, 4 blocks. Wow. And he was drafted 44th overall. Yeah, the Pistons could have got him in the first round instead they draft Seku Dumboya. Nice. Good one. And the MLB has started, but Buster Posey is not playing in it. Um, Mike Trout will play. He just announced a couple days ago that he will play. But I just got an update that says uh, Juan Soto, the Nationals outfielder, will not be playing because he was diagnosed with COVID-19. He tested positive. So that's a big hit for the for the Nationals because he's their star player. He's their home run hitter. And he's their spark. But – I'm glad to see sports is back. I've been watching it, and I'm really excited. I think it'll bring people hope that soon this world can return to some normalcy, and I think that's something that we really need. Next, I also just got this sports center posted on Instagram. Mike Tyson, returning, 55 years of age, returning to the boxing ring for the first time in 15 years. <sighs> I don't know what to think about this. This is literally 2006 Rocky Balboa, the movie, all over again. And I don't know. I think the videos, it's hard to judge someone on boxing when you just see their training videos, doing, holding, hitting the pads, hitting a bag. And that doesn't say much when it comes up to an actual opponent where you can't predict where they're going to throw the next punch. And I know he's a hard hitter, but he's not very fast. He's big. He's slower than he was 15 years ago. Well, slower than he was 20 years ago, 30 years ago now. But I don't know. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to make a lot of money. And I think it's more of that. I think I think all sports is a publicity stunt, really. Some, some of them. All boxing seems like a publicity stunt. And I think they're going to make a lot of money off of it. But the people who watch, I'll be watching just because I want to – see Mike Tyson box I never got to watch him box so I guess this will be cool for the younger generation who likes boxing they get to watch Iron Mike box for the first time I think that's kind of cool but other than that I don't know what to think about it because he's 55 years old and he's been out of the ring for 15 years and he lost so much weight he's kind of like Tyson Fury losing 50 60 pounds you see how fat that guy was he was a big man back in the day now to round out the episode, like always, the Q&As. This episode, guys, has been a lot shorter because I didn't talk about politics. I didn't have a guest on. This was kind of – I just needed to get another episode out. It's kind of laid back. I don't know. I'm not really feeling it right now either. But I have some questions that I was given. Uh, first, your favorite part about football. Um, I don't know. I think I love the bus rides and the locker room atmosphere after a win. Before games and bus rides, away games, it's not really hype because we all have to be quiet, put our headphones in, and get focused up. But the bus ride homes are really chill. And the when we get home, when we get to our locker room, or if it's a home game, we're in the locker room, 
that atmosphere. There's nothing like a uh, locker room atmosphere after a good W, especially against a really good team. Um, something I'm glad I did, but won't do it again. You know, I think it's funny because I just talked about this, the same thing early with the decision making. It's that that I think. I'm glad – I don't know, I'm not glad that I went, but I'm glad I went because it was a learning experience for me. I don't think if I would have done something like that, I would have done it later in life, maybe when it was more important would have cost more and would have – I've been risking more because I wouldn't have been using my brain, brain then either. But now, knowing that I went at age 17 instead of going to a party at age 20 with a college baseball game the next day maybe where it's way more important than – a summer tournament game for your 17U baseball team. And I'm I don't regret going. I think I think that it is helped me in many ways actually like I said earlier. That's something I'm glad I did because it it'll it'll motivate me now. But like I'm still mad at myself for doing it, but I'm glad I did it and I know I won't make one of those decisions again. Next question. How do you feel about youth sports and the parents? I think the parents can make or break youth sports. Parents, I haven't really ever experienced bad parents, but like parents that don't know the game, literally just leave. Don't watch your kid. It's pointless. You're going to make it worse for everyone else. Or parents that argues with the coach's decision whether to send a kid home uh, when he gets a good hit in baseball, like an inside-the-park home run. We had that just this weekend. Like, don't know. That's the coach's decision. He sees way more than you do. And if you're sitting 100 feet away from the field, just shut your mouth. Like, please. You're the most annoying. You're the reason kids – a lot of times kids will quit sports because their parents are so bad because it's their parents who pressure them and force them. I'm blessed with good parents who let me choose the sports I wanted to play and – they don't, they don't run their mouths. My mom will cheer, but she's kind of annoying with her pink elephants thing. But I guess in a way it kind of helps me. But, yeah, just parents, if you don't know what you're talking about, shut your mouth. You can support your kid, but don't talk. And if you're going to argue with the coaches and umpires, leave, please. It's the worst thing you could possibly do. And I guess the next one was what makes a good sports parent. Uh, staying quiet, cheering, but don't be annoying about it. Like you can cheer, just don't cheer annoyingly. Don't argue with the players. Don't argue with the umps. Don't argue with the coaches' decisions on what they do. Please. What's your favorite part about being on different teams? Okay, I asked this person. She was talking about different teams, whether that's when because I'm on football, baseball, and basketball. I think it's a bunch of different atmospheres. With basketball, it's you got less people. And basketball and baseball, you have less people. For football, you have so many personalities. It's so hard to get a. It's so hard to get a, a football team close and as one team because there's so many different personalities. Basketball, you could be together as one. Even though basketball is more of a, I don't know, laid not laid back compared to football, but it's not as it's not as intense because there's so many more personalities. So I'm exposed to every personality when it comes to athletes. I've seen. The meatheads, the really smart ones with high IQs of the game. I've seen the just all-out athletes, and I think it's benefited me because I know how to deal with all my teammates. Because I would, I like to lead, and I know how to deal. I bring leading from other sports and bring it into another sport, and 
use what, how I've learned from personalities to, uh, use what I've learned in personalities to lead and help my teammates grow. Um, what's your opinion of multi-sport athletes? Well, I think it's the greatest thing on the face of the earth. Coaches that don't agree with players playing multi-sports, I think are stupid. Um, multi-sport athletes is what college coaches look for. If you play more than one sport, you're way more likely to get looked at by colleges and it just gives you that much more of an advantage, whether you're that good or not. Like, But then there's high school coaches who don't watch you playing other sports and who make you stay at one sport. I think that's the dumbest thing ever. And I have, I've had a coach like that before, and I still have him. But I just – I don't really agree that it really bothers me because all you're going to do is make them – all you're going to do is – all you're going to do those kids is make them want to quit the other sports or quit your sport. Then they're no longer multi-sport athletes, and I think that will hurt them in the long run. All right, this has been episode four of the Digested Podcast. I'm your host, DG. Follow me on Instagram, DG underscore 10 underscore Greenland. Listen to my podcast, share my podcast, add me on Snap, DG underscore Greenland. Um, oh, yeah, and I'd like to give a shout-out to Anthony McLemore. He played basketball at Auburn, and uh, he's a very good player, but his career got cut short by a foot injury. He broke his ankle in a game, and now he's making the most of it. He has a son. He's seems like a great person, and yeah, so go subscribe to his YouTube channel at it's just look up Anthony Anthony Macklemore, A-N-F-E-R-N-E-E-M-C-L-E-M-O-R-E, because I don't know, he just he's a good guy. He was a hard worker. He still is. I don't really, I'm not the best of friends with him, but yeah, go give him a, go give, go subscribe to his YouTube channel. Give him, show him some love. All right, kids, don't do drugs. I hope you enjoyed it. Share this to your friends. I'll see you next week.